Alright. God damn, why does it always... My fucking thing always, like, takes a half second. <laughs> it's it's fine. I, I don't know what the fuck. Let the danger-tainment begin! You think this is the one that he used to, you know, do his thing? One flash and you could light up a thousand computer screens. You are, like, this close to getting voted off the island. Wait, what just happened? We just lost Bill's camera. There's somebody in the hall. Hello, welcome back to the Waffle Press Halloween retrospective. Well, the joke doesn't work now. <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to see what, would your, what your reaction was going like, to be. I was, <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we start recording, I tried to get, I was trying to like rush into it so Diego wouldn't blow it, but I forgot what movie we were doing. I was hoping he would just record that. Ugh. It's all fucked up. Yeah, it, it today is all fucked up. I fuck fuck the the judicial system, whatever the fuck. Fuck the courts. In general, Diego, I'm in one of those weeks where I've lost like all hope. Okay, I get that. I you really know, do. And it's one of those like, oh, nothing. Fuck LA traffic. It's you know, I went to I went to <laughs> I went to I went to therapy, which is a thing that people do. It's it's good. <laughs> fuck off. And I was like, I'm feeling hopeless. And the guy's like, don't feel hopeless. And then I kind of explained my case, and like, I kind of stumped the guy. Oh. And <laughs> so <laughs> I left in a really weird mood. <laughs> um, yeah, things aren't good. No, and um, I'm in a bad mood. And Diego's in a bad mood because he had jury duty. Yeah, and it's run by fucking morons. All you had to do is say, I... I I have a problem with this because of the Jews controlling the justice system. I'm not going to say that, mostly because I don't believe it. Uh, yeah, but, but you would have gotten thrown out. Uh, yeah, I would. I did put on the paper uh, that I don't trust white people, and if the per <laughs> person was a white person, I, I would look at them differently. Well, all you, you really, what you really got to do is that you have to say, like, like, they, like, you ever had any run-in with law enforcement? You go, like, yeah, my brother got screwed by a cop. And the... <laughs> And they're like, all right, yeah. Uh, well, I've been called for jury duty. You're you're lucky. Have you? Is this your first time? Uh, I got out of it all the other times. This time, I was like, I'm gonna face the music. I might actually get something out of it. I I don't recommend it to anyone. I don't and, get it. I get why I haven't been called yet. I don't know, but I gotta go I back, and I they haven't even like decided on the official jury yet, and it's it's all fucking stupid. Do you know the case yet? Uh, I don't know all the details, but I know what it's about, and I can't say anything yet until in it's over. In 1978, <laughs> this man broke out of a mental institution. <laughs> Actually, no, you're gonna you're gonna be testifying against Dr. Loomis. <laughs> You'd be psychologically sound to be overseeing dangerous patients. No, no. He pulls a gun out on the stand. <laughs> There was a movie, like a slasher film. I'm trying to remember what franchise. I don't think it was Halloween. I think it was It was one of the proposed stories for Freddy vs. Jason that would have involved Jason being brought to court. Wow. What they, the like, fuck? Like, bring him out on the stand and he just starts killing people. <laughs> that would have been pretty fun. I don't know if that would have been good, but it would have been fun. Look up, like, 
all the proposals for Freddy vs. Jason, because, like, none of them are good, but they're all insane. <laughs> Which is really what you, you got to do for that, because that franchise yeah. has never been, like, exactly high art. I'm like, I'm a big fan of Freddy vs. Jason. I like that movie. I, I like it, too, but, you know, it's it's not like, you know. <laughs> well, it's it, for that, those films... It's it's a high mark. The, the yeah. Friday the Thirteenth films, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Friday. Nightmare on Elm Street. It's like it's fine, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but speaking of, it's fine. We're not talking about those. No, no, we're not. Uh, we did this talk about. This not fine. Go fuck yourself. No, I was gonna. I had a I had a thing. Fine, that's fair. I ruined your joke. You ruined mine. You ruined my thing. I'm ruining. Okay, yours. I was gonna say like how H two O. It's fine. This one, Halloween Resurrection, on the other hand. Is a disgrace and a disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's almost nothing to this movie. I don't have my notes because I'm in. I just. I literally just got home after like over an hour and a half in traffic. That's uh, fine. I need my just... notes because I watched this like two weeks ago. Oh. I've been trying to record it and shit's been getting in the way. Yeah. Um. And uh, I will say here's. I, I'll just show you how much professional I am. Um. I fast forwarded through the first fifteen minutes of the movie. That's that's completely Cause, understandable. Cause they, I I remembered what happened. I'm like that's it. None of it matters. And maybe something was brought up in it, but I it I didn't really care enough. Think I made another ten minutes, and then I stopped writing things down. And I maybe played some Civilization Six on my computer. Oh uh, well, Halloween Resurrection for those who don't know stars Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, uh, kind of. <laughs> Wait a minute. Busta Rhymes. Wait a minute, though. We talked about H2O. Yeah. We recorded that? We did. I don't even fucking remember, man. That was a while ago. That's not good. This this year's taking a toll on all of us. Uh, but yeah, it stars Busta Rhymes. I was going to run down the cast list, but that's really all you kind of need that's to know. It. Jamie Lee Curtis and Busta Rhymes yeah. and Tyra Banks. And Tyra Banks, yeah. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. Um, oh, uh, the main girl is, uh, I cannot read my own handwriting. <laughs> Bianca Kedges something. And she was Carver in Bring It On. Oh, Bring It On is a great movie. Bring it's... It On is one of the best movies ever made. Uh, Peyton Reed would later go on to direct Ant-Man. Yeah, downstep, but hey. Yeah. He made one of the best sports movies ever. You get get a pass. Um, Bring it on is better than fucking Remember the Titans or whatever that horse shit is. Yeah, that one's got Denzel, though. That one gives that one a lot of mileage. Yeah, fuck Denzel. (laughs) How dare you? He started Man on Fire. I know he's a good actor and shit, but, like, you can tell he's, like, way too into it. (laughs) Like, you're just like, oh. Like, he would be exhausting to work with. That's, that's the only reason why Tony Scott worked with him so many times. They could match their levels of like intensity. All right, but uh, Halloween Resurrection, Matt. Way back when we started this with the Alien series, uh, you mentioned that once this franchise gets to the Resurrection, you kind of just like like it speaks for itself by that point. Mm-hmm. That is entirely a true statement. Like there's there's no evidence ca- to counter that in any franchise at this point in time. Um, Halloween I don't know resurrection. what it is about resurrection. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's I I don't know because H two O for all its flaws and like sheer 
complete adequacy. <laughs> like that's really what it is, just like adequate the movie. Um, it it did reinvigorate fan interest in the franchise. Uh, it did pretty good. So naturally, they wanted to pump out a sequel. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it for approximately ten minutes, five minutes, maybe. Um, fifteen minutes. Fifteen fucking Christ! It, it, the the opening is so long, and it doesn't matter. The opening is entirely there to explain what happened at the end of the film. Which, by the way, they they deliberately shot the ending of H two O in a way that like they could weasel out of killing Michael Myers by having his head get cut off. Yeah, that's bullshit. And Jamie Lee Curtis didn't find out what they were doing until like the day of, and she almost like walked off set. How can you and blame her? She demanded that they in that film they do not reveal that he's still alive. Like she wanted to, and I'm glad they went with that. Because um, so you could just pretend that this movie didn't happen, which is kind of a thing with this franchise. Yeah. At this point, we're dealing with like. Four different Halloween universes. Yeah, f- yeah. Fuck the X Men. This is like <laughs> this is like a real, and it it really at the end of the day, it's a guy with a knife killing people. Yeah, why and is this so it's difficult? Got, it's got the most complicated timeline of any franchise, other than like the old Universal movies, where like a movie would be released like eight months after the last one, and they'd be like. Oh, 20 years ago, the events of the previous film happened. <laughs> and you're like, what? And, eh. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's really, like, nothing to this movie. There's some, there's some funny, like, memeable moments. Like, I think uh, the big iconic one comes later in the film, where Buster Rhymes is throwing down with Michael Myers in a, mention in, a, that in a burning building. That is- it's set up in this film. There's a scene in it where Buster Rhymes is shown watching kung fu films. And he's like, man, I like kung fu. And you're like, what the fuck? And then <laughs> at the end of the film, he's kung fu fighting Michael Myers. He's not just kung fu fighting him. He's going like all in with like the the probably racially insensitive hoo-yahs uh, and, and all the kicks. and yeah. Oh, man. Oh, and he has the best line in the entire film, hands down. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Now just to wash that down. Die! 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 Michael! Die! Well, that's how I feel about this one. Like, oh my god, how did we get here? Well, this was, like, clearly an attempt to be like, all right, we're done with the Jamie Lee Curtis stuff. Because she dies 15 minutes into this film. She has killed her character, dies, in a way that I honestly think you probably, they, they it's probably ambiguous enough that you could be like, oh, she survived somehow. If they did another one? Yeah. And if if she ever wanted to come back, I guess. Not if they do another one, just if she wanted to come back. <laughs> um, but it takes her out, and then it tries to bring the series back to, like, the basics by having Michael Myers go back to his house and uh, kill people who approach his house, you know, which is kind of the setup of the original film. But since it can't just be that... Uh, this film is about Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks' plan 
to do a reality show on the internet that is about uh, investigating the Myers house. It's basically like Ghost Adventures recently did, where they went into some stupid haunted house and faked a bunch of shit. And I mean, allegedly, faked <laughs> a bunch of shit. <laughs> Uh, is that the one where they're like uh, they couldn't get anything interesting on camera because like the shit they do is like not real, so oh, they yeah. just kept being like, "Oh, I don't know, I don't feel great about this. I don't know, so you feel cold in here, like they stuff kept... that the audience just can't like agree there with." A lot of that. There was a build up to opening a box that they didn't open. Um, one guy got caught mentioning that there was a script. Uh, it's better than the ghost hunters. <laughs> the ghost hunters one year went into a house and like they there's a pretty good video now this is all alleged i'm not saying 100 percent sure that a ghost didn't grab one of these guys by the back of his jacket um but there's a pretty convincing video out there that points out that his jacket might have been rigged to look like a hand grabbed it and pulled him um so that's something uh but all those guys are charlatans allegedly and I mean, this this uh, follows it because uh, Buster Rhymes is also faking things. I don't know how he thought his faking stuff was going to really work out, though. I don't know. Like, it doesn't really make any sense because none of the contestants are in on the faking it. You know. You know, generally speaking, I think this would be kind of a fun, like, schlocky uh, setup for a slasher movie, especially nowadays. Uh, I think Wrong Turn 2 does something similar where they t- take a bunch of game show uh, mm-hmm. contestants and sticks them in the wood. Wrong Turn 2 is a follow-up to like a really not great movie. I liked Wrong Turn. It's fine. Also written by the man who wrote Halloween 4, just to keep some connectivity between the discussions. Uh, but Wrong Turn 2 is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's shocking. <laughs> it's, it rules. Because I, I think it's a direct-to-DVD. I think all of those movies are direct-to-DVD. Yeah, Wrong Turn is the only one that made it to theaters, and it did, like, okay. But was it, like, was it like a real theatrical release, or was it, like, New York and Los Angeles? It might have been New York and Los Angeles. I'm not too sure. Because <laughs> I only know about it, like, on DVD, like, years after it happened. I had a fucking babysitter bring that over. <laughs> <laughs> I had interesting. I had interesting sitters back in the day. Wrong Turn Two follows a similar premise, and that and that's so much fun. Mm. Uh, I, I'd like to see more game shows go horribly, horribly wrong, mostly because of my feelings about game shows. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. uh, um, but no, here it's terrible. The people who wrote it don't understand what they're writing about, you know. Yeah, and it's like for one, uh, there's another character in this film. Um, named Deckard. That's like his online name. <laughs> Which, you know, whatever. <laughs> At least it's not Tyler Durden. Which is what it probably would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Tyler, hashtag but, Tyler Durden was right or whatever the fuck these insults yeah. do. Um, how do you watch that movie and like, that's your takeaway? I've always fucking hated Fight Club. I just gotta say it. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those movies where the fans really soured me on it, and I'm like, I'm sure if I watched it again, I'd like it, divorced from all that, but I just can't right now. I don't know, man. I've never, like, it's just exhausting. (laughs) Like, I had someone, I had a fucking, a girl was, like, the one who, like, really pushed me into watching it, and I sat down and watched it, and I, like, I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) 
I like messaged them and I don't like, you know, I wasn't like how I'm not an asshole back then. Like I am now. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, um, what was that about? <laughs> and then their explanation to me, like made me hate it even more. And they're like, it's about sticking it to the system. And I was like, yeah, I bet you think that. <laughs> um, anyway, the kid who plays Deckard was in Final Destination 3. And he was also in one of my favorite movies of all time, the Disney Channel original film Smart House. I remember Smart House. Smart House, Smart House was awesome. <laughs> I remember watching it. I don't remember liking it or disliking it. Um, I, I barely remember it. <laughs> I just remember it was like, it was Leela from Futurama, that actress. What's her name from Married with Children? Oh, uh, Katie, Katie Seagal. Seagal. Yeah, yeah. She was, she, She's good. She was the house. <laughs> and the house like falls in love with the owner. I think that's the plot of that film. <laughs> I have a soft spot for those old Disney Channel original movies. I do, but I haven't revisited any of them. Oh, yeah, no, it's a terrifying concept. I did, I, actually, no, I did revisit Halloween Town. Oh, is it, does it hold um, up? It, it, it's good. It's fine. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a kid's movie. It's good. It was good in the background while I was doing other activities. Okay. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, I, I love this, Halloween. Disney Channel is like, they cornered the market on, like, Halloween specials. Yeah, what the fuck? Like. There really aren't. They don't do to. Maybe it's just because I'm an adult and I don't watch that shit anymore. But I really don't feel like there's that many Halloween specials anymore. No, and I kind of wish there were. But I think it's just kind of like the uh, like you're talking like specials for TV shows, or just like TV movies. Mm-hmm. Um, for TV shows, I think because everything got so serialized now that they're like far and few between, which is like a bummer because I miss uh, standalone episodes. I miss when like every show had like holiday episodes. You know? Yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine well, like, still does it. I like yeah, that Brooklyn Bro- Nine-Nine a lot. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You know? <laughs> it's, one, it's one of the best shows on TV. Yeah. That got canceled. Um, but who's bringing it back? Is Netflix bringing it back? NBC. Oh. Which kind that? of... It always felt like <laughs> that's where it, it was aired anyways, because it's so similar to, like, The Office of Parks and Rec, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. feels like it came right. home in a weird way. Who the fuck... Is watching Friends. Oh, I have no idea. Who are these people? I I, I can't watch it anymore. I'm too like annoyed. But you, there was a time when you watched Friends. Oh yeah, absolutely. And what then the as like as I got older, uh, I remember the turn I, I I went on was when I was watching How I Met Your Mother because all my friends liked How I Met Your Mother a lot, mm-hmm. and I was like, by season four, I was I, I was just like. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like it's. I see why people like it. There's nothing wrong with liking it. Was that like the first popular show that you had that happen with? I think so. Yeah, and then I it picked up with the newsroom, and I just hate watched all of that, and I was like, oh, why the fuck did I do that? <laughs> Everyone I know that loved the newsroom voted Trump. Oh w- wow, that's like not shocking to me at all. Yeah. If- so. Like, they're, they're the people that are like, the Democrats are, are all good and don't need to be fixed. Well, I mean, literally the first episode has a, what's his name, gives a speech where he talks about how America used to be great. 
I fucking hate that show. Fuck, I. You know what? I want to reboot the newsroom, but then add Michael Myers or like Jason Voorhees in it, and then he just kills everyone. There you go. That's my pitch for the next Friday the Thirteenth movie. Sorkin needs someone because I actually like Sorkin at times. I think he's talented, but like when it's just Sorkin unleashed. It's, like, really bad. It's, like, it's fucking horrifying. Well, it's, like, he's got, like, a real, like, he kind of romanticizes his own bullshit. And that's why he works so well with David Fincher, who doesn't romanticize anything. Oh, yeah, no, that's the best stuff. And that's why, like, The Social Network really works. Oh, The Social Network's so fucking good. Um, But I just watched that again today. Yeah, that's all Fincher, who, like, reels that in. Yeah, but like he's, there's, it's all that dialogue is Sorkin. Oh, like totally. You can, you can hear it. Sorkin's in the fucking movie. Uh, the the thing about Sorkin for me, uh, among many things, is that uh, I I used to describe him as like how Michael Bay uses explosions. Sorkin uses words. Sometimes yeah. it, it works in smaller capacities, but when that's all you're being like inundated with while watching a movie or a TV show, it's exhausting. And especially if there's no purpose behind it. Because all of his characters sound the same. Mm-hmm. They're all saying what he's saying. Yeah. And everyone else is wrong and they're always stumped and they're idiots. And uh, I think his yeah. movies work better than his shows. Oh it's my like, god, yeah. I can't even watch like reruns of The West Wing anymore. I just, yeah. I completely have changed as a human being. Well, that was such a jerk-off fest for like the Bush years. Yeah. Right? It was like, oh, if only Gore had been elected. Like... Like shit, like would have worked out. Yeah, all of his TV shows are about hindsight twenty twenty, which is there's nothing wrong with that. Just you know, I want I want answers or like at least some sort of like uh, some some search, you know, for like a, a better well, a the better other, resolution. Like, and this is true even for the stuff I like. But you know, you get to the end of the movie Network. You've seen Network, right? I've never seen Network. Holy fuck, it's on Amazon Prime. Go watch it. I know. God bless Amazon Prime. Amazon is 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 evil. Like Disney, but uh, they have old movies, and they're like the only yeah. ones that do. So, well, like go go watch Network because it's amazing. But like you watch Network, and then at the end of it, you're like, "Holy shit!" I think the whole world just ended. <laughs> like, there's like a like you kind of realize like everything has been boiled down to like this extent that is incredible, and it was just through this one story. And Sorkin never really gets there. Like he's too focused on everyone one-upping each other in some way you know yeah um because it's like you can tell he loves network because everyone is yelling at each other in network and he's like i'll just do that Mm. on television every week and it gets really awkward when it's the men talking down to the women who are like all very animated although yeah that's that's just terrible yeah and maybe it's a bad idea to shut down a woman writer in your writer's room who suggests that framing a rape story as uh, double-sided is uh, the appropriate choice of direction for oh, your yeah, that episode. Happened. That was real bad. You know what? I'm, I'm going to talk about the newsroom for the whole fucking episode. I can't do it. But fuck, fuck the well, newsroom. Was, fuck Aaron could Sorkin. Could you imagine, though, if Aaron Sorkin wrote Halloween Resurrection? <laughs> I could probably be into that. I'd hate it for completely different reasons. But can you but, imagine like people having long speeches yelling at each other and then Michael Myers just comes in and stabs one of them? Oh, yeah, that'd be very cathartic for me. Like, that would kind of be incredible. Yeah. I just want to see how Sorkin deals with a character who can't speak. <laughs> They're just He just has them, like, frustrated the whole time. 
It's just, it's it would be it would be maybe more interesting than this movie. This movie thinks it's about something and it's not. Does but, it though? Well, the op- there's a Carl Jung quote at the beginning. Jung, whatever the fuck. Um, I, I he says something. What what the fuck does he say? I wrote yeah, this down. I have no idea. We well, must face down our fear. And the figure they call the shadow, a dark force in all of us. That's what I wrote. That's not his quote. Oh. That's but that's how they interpret the shadow, I guess. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Only the shadow knows. Well, I mean, uh, this movie finally tries to move away from uh, uh, tying Michael Myers to Laurie. Yeah, um, yeah, for the it first time hurt. since Halloween 4. But even that one doesn't really move away from her because it's still like her lineage and the bloodline stuff. Uh, so I kind of admire that. They're like, look, we're finally trying to just fucking swing for the fences. We don't have like any attempt to be like to live up to the legacy of the original. Let's just do some fucking crazy shit. This movie came out to prove that you could do a movie where Michael Myers isn't after Laurie. And it failed. So... Oh, no, it fails miserably. <laughs> um... Which also, I actually saw an interview with the screenwriter where he said he wanted to do um, something like the War of the Worlds broadcast, the Orson Welles broadcast, where everyone thought it was real, but he wanted to do the opposite of that, and uh, he wanted to have a real event that people thought was fake, and that's like essentially this webcast shows, because like that's a big part of his people are getting murdered on the webcams, and everyone's like, ah, it's fucking fake. Um, that's like almost an idea. Yeah, I think he, I think he had to like reverse engineer that or something. Cause I, I, I don't know. Know. it's, it's a little more than nothing. <laughs> uh, just, oh, uh, Rick Rosenthal who directed Halloween two came back to direct this. I was about to mention that. Yeah. Uh, no Dean Cundy this time and it shows. Yeah. Hey, I wasn't even that big a fan of two. In any way, but I, I've really, I, I think you won me over with four after these sequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like, I might like it a little more than two, just because uh, Daniel Harris and it is like so good, and Loomis like four, points a gun four, at her. Four really works in like the marathon mode because it's kind of like a turn upwards. Um, like you know, it's kind of like a refreshing, like oh, all right, this is what these movies are about. Yeah, yeah, it, they're it's breezy in a way that these shitty sequels aren't. And there are, like, moments in 5. I will defend moments in 5. There are lots of moments in 5 where it just drags. Um, I think I openly talked about in the episode fast-forwarding through, like, multiple scenes. Yeah, like, when, so when they long. had, like, poor, the poor actress who had to play Tina. Like, she's mm-hmm. so ditzy in some scenes, and she's so, like, loving and caring in other, but there's nothing connecting them. So, like, when she's in the car with Michael, who she thinks is her boyfriend... It's just like brutal to watch. It's like this poor it's woman. Someone like again, it's someone who thinks they understand suspense, but they don't. That's like yeah. a big. I think with a lot of these is that they just don't have the skill, or they don't have the time to really execute any good suspense. Or they just don't even want to. Like they don't care to. Yeah. We should mention that there's like a murder in the like very early in this of a cameraman, and I'm pretty sure it's, like, just, it's trying to be Peeping Tom. Do you remember that scene? No, I don't. I'm sorry. The cameraman gets killed with, like, his own tripod. 
And Tyra Banks is like, get the good camera angle. And then she looks away from the TV for a second. And then Michael Myers comes and stabs him and, like, props him up with the fucking camera. And then she's like, oh, that's good. Now I remember. Yeah. I think they were trying to be Peeping Tom. But the thing about Peeping Tom is it didn't have Tyra Banks yelling jokes over it. Who is Tyra Banks? She's a world-renowned supermodel and... uh, And host... Like, I, I just know she's a figure in pop culture. I don't know what she does. Uh, model, and then she has the America's Next Top Model show. Oh, okay. Oh, she's the one that, like, really, like, yelled at people, right? Uh, yeah, we were rooting for you, Tiffany. We were all rooting for you. Oh, all right. That one, that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've seen bits. It's pretty entertaining. I like that Tyra I, Banks. I, if I was forced to watch that, I'd kill myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> we watched all these fucking movies. Yeah, the, I, I, I can do this. <laughs> I, I'm saying, like, you know, we all have our skills in life. <laughs> I can watch shitty slasher films. Some people can watch America's Next Top Model. Um, I watched every season of The Celebrity Apprentice. Holy shit. And I still feel very guilty about it. Yeah, you should. Like, like everyone's like, you shouldn't have guilty pleasures. Like, fuck off. I watched the show that enabled a guy who's going to destroy the democracy. <laughs> Ah, uh, fuck. Like, what, what else is there even to say about this? That thing is really, like, because, like, they get in the house. It's, I don't even know. I can't tell you what any of these characters really were. All I know is that the main girl, Sarah is the character's name, has an internet relationship with Deckard. And they're, like, texting each other and shit. Although, I don't know what it was called then. Um, It's one of, the, it's a weird version of texting where... Each individual letter sends at a time. Um, do you remember that? No, uh, but I think that was considered like instant messenger. It was like the, there was AOL, AIM. You remember that? Yeah. yeah, that was stuff like that. But that one you could send out like fucking paragraphs. AIM's dead, <laughs> right? Uh, I have no idea. I don't use I AOL. I just I don't need any of those logs ever coming back. Uh, <laughs> Um, I just remember there was a part where, like, he's, like, texting her because he's watching the broadcast trying to tell her where Michael Myers is, and, like, it'll slowly type out on her phone, like, he's on the stairs. And, like, that's that's the moment where the movie needs to work to justify its existence, and it doesn't. For For a movie with a very good, suspenseful texting scene, you should watch 2015's Black Hat. And oh, yeah. 2017, early, late 2016's Personal Shopper. It's a ghost story with with texting and a psychological thriller. Both are both are very good and some of my favorite movies of recent years. Uh, so tonight yeah. we're recommending <laughs> Personal Shopper, <laughs> Network, and Black Hat. We are. We will not be recommending uh, we, Halloween Resurrection. We will not because you have to rent it. I spent fucking three dollars renting. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say I will recommend the scenes with Busta Rhymes in YouTube format because oh, yeah. those are kind of neat little uh, artifacts of the early two thousands, which were fucking crazy, and we were dealing with a lot uh, politically. <laughs> I feel like we were saying, like, we're cool with black people now, but they can't lead their films. <laughs> and even when they're doing something awesome, we have to be able to laugh at them. 
Oh, you're you're probably right. I feel like that's where it came from. I'm also recommending The People vs. Larry Flint, which I watched today and I really enjoyed. Norm MacDonald's in it for like two minutes. Uh, since we're just doing this, it's Christmas season as we're getting into these later Halloween movies. Oh, ho, ho. Uh, so for an unorthodox Christmas movie, check out Batman Returns. I recently watched it on the big screen for the first time at the New Beverly Theater in Los Angeles, and it was wonderful. You know what, Diego? I really wish we could sit down and talk about Batman Returns at length. If only there was a future retrospective that we could do at some point. That would be pretty cool, I think. At some point. But we're not fucking waiting for Ben Affleck to make a decision. No, yeah. I I guess we could just kind of like say that that's basically one of the ones we're doing next year, if not the starting one we're doing next yeah, year. We're going to do it. Yeah, because yeah. the the plan I, I talked to Matt was I wanted to, to wait till the Batman movies came out, but nobody, it's impossible to tell with that fucking franchise anymore, so who gives a fuck? We're just going to talk about Batman movies. You know, Venom. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I know where you're going. First of all, it wasn't gay enough. Second... I w- I'm really upset that it's making so much money. It's going to outgross Batman versus Superman. Like, that's funny, but... <laughs> no, I know, like, I'm... People don't understand that their money is going to something that is very corporate in its nature and results so, in worse films along the way. I just, to me, it's, it's more a question of, because, you know, Venom, you could do a lot worse then. As a movie, you know? No, you could. And but, um, Tom Hardy is a, is an alien. Like, he's an actual alien from outer space. Like, just in real life. That's the only explanation for, like, Tom his performances. Tom Hardy shows compassion for his fellow human beings. He must be from another planet. Yeah, exactly. But, but uh, no, no, no. Like, he, I, I love Tom Hardy. And no, I do too, just, but it's uh, like, how did anyone watch those trailers and be like, yep. Like, that's what's <laughs> disappointing me, you know? Yeah. Like... We kind of should have been like, we should have discovered on home video that this was a good movie. Not while it was still in theaters. Because <laughs> I was kind of hoping, because I, I honestly, I was feeling the vibe, like, ever since, like, Infinity War that, like, oh, I think we finally maybe cracked it. Like, maybe now people are not going to stop seeing these movies. Which is like, where the fuck can we go from here? And it's like, you know, it used to be all over the place whenever a new trailer dropped or something. Now, like, people, no one gives a shit. But Venom made a fortune. And I think Aquaman will be the real test. I think the movie's going to do gangbusters. I, it might, you know? Yeah, and I'm actually looking forward to it. But I'm also... The last trailer, trailer kind of won me over. It looks like but... a big old goofy... Robert Rodriguez movie. I kind of wish though. I wanted to. I wanted to see like how they would do this without CGI. They wouldn't. I, yeah, but like, like I think of like older movies where like they always had to work around that shit. Uh huh. I just kind of want that movie at somewhere. It's it's gonna be kind of a weird comparison, and they probably would never have done the same approach, given that it was a box office like not disaster, but it didn't do great. 
Uh, Blade Runner 2049 was really good at using the practicals and the miniatures along with the CGI, like, hand-in-hand. Hand, yeah. You know? So, Avatar... Uh, uh, fucking... <laughs> Aquaman. No, not Avatar. <laughs> Aquaman could have done the same thing, I think, for, like, Atlantis or whatever. But I, I'm actually looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a mess, but, like, I feel like it'll be a fun mess. Yeah. Like, uh, to bring it back to Venom, which is still not the main topic of this conversation, but I don't really give a fuck. Um, no one cares anymore. Yeah. Uh, Venom, like, is, is a mess, and I, I didn't like it, but I also saw it with after drinking a Monster Energy drink and, like, three beers. So I was, like, I was in the zone for mm. being a Venom fan for, like, three hours. It's so fucking long, too. That was a problem. It's like two and a half hours, and there's, like, nothing. There's, like, no story. It just kind of, like, stuff happens. It reminded I mean, me of uh, that bullet point storytelling from the Amazing Spider-Man days. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's very, very similar. That's Avi Yarod, right? Yep. Yep, that idiot. And one of the writers from uh, those Spider-Man movies. Like, someone who's, like, been part of it. Someone, Tomac? Something Tomac? I, doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Well, you know, you can get the same experience of going to see Venom in theaters by just logging on the Tumblr and typing in, oh, wait. Oh. Uh... Okay, that's what I was about to say, too. Like, Tumblr is a big part of why that movie probably did pretty good with, like, the the more introverted nerds. Mm -hmm. Given that Tumblr was, like, a safe haven of, like, you know, sexual fan art and stuff, which is no, there's nothing wrong with. By the way, <laughs> this is why oh. we need Larry Flint. He needs to come back for sexual venom fan art. Yeah, we need. He needs to make. You know, he's got all that hustler money still. I think. <laughs> fucking put it to making a new thing for fucking creepy fan art. <laughs> Kink corner. Copyright. <laughs> That'd probably do really fucking well. So. I think I'm. I think I am gonna have to be the new Larry Flint. None of this is about Halloween Resurrection. It's not a job that many will take. <laughs> Which is bad. But I'm willing to do it. For the sake of America. Thank you, Matt, for your service. I fucking hate this goddamn country. <laughs> fucking. Uh, do you hate Halloween Resurrection, I, though? Fuck, fuck the Pledge of Allegiance. Fuck H.W. Bush. Well, yeah. I heard people on the radio on my way to, to the courthouse this morning say, like, you know, I like that George W. Bush. He, you know, his biggest problem was with broccoli. And I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. He's, the Everyone who's, like, over 40 is a fucking moron. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, so they How? spent their whole life not caring about things, and they're desperately trying to keep it that way. <laughs> but no, it's the younger ones that are lazy and entitled. I'm going to burn this shit down. I'm going to burn oh. this shit down, Matt. I hear you. That's why everyone's like, can't wait for the year to be over. Like, the fuck you think's going to happen next year? <laughs> it's going to be fucking rainbows and gumdrops and shit. <laughs> well, there will be a... Uh... Got some, we got a couple progressives going into the house. Yeah. Will they keep walking the walker, or are they just talking the talk? We'll, we'll find out. I'm... I'm a little more optimistic. I saw some idiot, though, that was like... Like, it's like all this is clearly manufactured by something. Like... Our <laughs> cultural anxieties. 
Well, it's like some guy who gets like five retweets on every tweet, but like one of his got popular, and he's like, I know from authority that like all the Democrats are like it was it was just this like weird logic, but it was like it, it was basically the end point was like don't believe in anything. Oh, okay. It's one of those type people. Um, a healthy diet of cinemasins and new age South Park. Yeah, well, it's for it's for the people who are like you know, nineteen twenty. Mm. They have to start thinking about politics, but then like they kind of realize it's too scary to really think about because it fucking is. <laughs> and, but they don't want to like lose that, so they try to like go both ways. This was exhausting. This was not. It was, uh, and we only made it forty-one minutes. Oh wow. Um, I'm surprised we made it that long. I, I thought we went longer because it's felt like forever. <sighs> I've been uh, standing down all day. This is brutal. Yeah, you're in a court. Did, you, did they let you stand up to like stretch at least? Yeah, no, we had lots of breaks and stuff, and like if, if I, fucking, I, I don't even know how much I can say yet until the the case is over. But did you ever see Jury Duty with Pauly Shore? No. <laughs> remember the remember Pauly Shore. I do remember Pauly Shore. Is he still around? The Weasel. Um, he had a reality show for a bit. Oh. Oh. He runs the comedy store, right? I believe so, yeah. He used to cut up dead bodies in the comedy store when it was owned by the mob. What? He used to be like an old nightclub that the mob owned in like the 20s. And they cut up dead bodies in the back. Well, that's... Uh... Now they got a big picture of Tim Allen hanging there. I don't know so if that's not, much better. How much has changed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't trust no coke snitch. No, no. Yeah, that's that's actually, you know, that's an insult to all the dead bodies that were cut up there. It's, it's not great. You ever see L.A. Confidential? That movie rules. I've actually never seen L.A. Confidential. Oh, it's, on, it's on Netflix. I mean, Kevin Spacey's in it, though, so I gotta, like, you know, deal with that. Trust me, you will like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I'm definitely watching. There's a moment where you'll go, ah. It's <laughs> <laughs> how I turned around in American Beauty. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I like this now just because of that. Um, also, Danny DeVito's in it. <gasps> it's like a tabloid reporter. All right. He says hush hush a lot. It's a. Uh... It's a good movie. Now we're talking. Russell Crowe's in it. I like fat Russell Crowe more than muscular Russell Crowe. <laughs> That's why The Nice Guys was the best movie of 2016. Oh, God, I wish that it... Ugh. This fucking country. Did you ever see that tweet about how, like, the Predator sequel should have just been a follow-up to The Nice Guys? Where they're, like, investigating murders that link back to a Predator in L.A.? Oh, that would have been amazing. It's that would have been the best. Predator 2 should have been. Oh, it all comes back around here. I gotta make some. I gotta make some cheeky point about Alien Covenant sucking. <laughs> you got anything? No, I don't care anymore. What took you so long? Freak, mother. Matt, where can the people find you? Go oh, fuck yourself. I don't want you to find me. You want to try that again? No. <laughs> yeah, they should know by... No one is going to start with this. <laughs> this isn't going to be the one that like is like the big hit, and I'm going to be like, oh, I should have said my fucking Twitter account. 
You can follow me. I'm Emperor OTN. <laughs> you can follow me at twitter.com dash D E double G O waffles, uh, the waffle press on Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, like and subscribe. If you didn't like this, like subscribe anyways, cause you might find something you do like happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Halloween. You know, all that I know jazz. I sound like shit because I try to keep myself like at the same distance from the mic when like I really focus. And this time I just didn't do that at all. Oh, fuck it. I'm like constantly rocking back and forth. It's might because I'm in extreme pain all the time now. Oh, I'm sorry. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> God is dead and we have killed him. See you next time, people. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.